best of times live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The best of times, your host, Gary Kaligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Kaligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine and radio show for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Do thank you for listening to our show today and also thanking those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Keel application on their Apple or Android devices. We do thank AARP Louisiana Neighbors, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer for being the exclusive sponsors of this radio show to provide you with beneficial information each and every Saturday morning. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn about some very interesting information about the Mardi Gras cruise in northwest Louisiana, but especially the crew of Centaur. So stay to the show for some very interesting information. It is Saturday, January the 21st, and we are broadcasting our show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in wonderful Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept call-in questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up the January issue of the Best of Times at one of our 270 distribution locations. We do thank you for the many compliments about our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. Again, I apologize. We provided the January issue beginning on January the 2nd, and there are very few issues available throughout the 270 distribution locations. Again, it was a, it's a very popular issue. If you're unable to find a printed copy, you can always visit our popular website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view both current and past issues for the past four years on our website. In addition, you can listen to previously broadcast radio shows here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Again, we apologize. Printed copies are very hard to find. Many people have been calling our office and ask us where is locations have issues we do not know what locations have current printed copies sad to say but we do know they're always on our website we are working on the 21st edition yes that's 21 years we have been printing the 2023 silver pages senior resource directory it's our most popular publication and resource guide for seniors and boomers and their family members in northwest louisiana it contains over 4,000 listing of name contact numbers websites of businesses organizations and agencies who can provide products services and valuable information to seniors boomers and their family members in the area this resource guide will be released the 2023 resource guide will be released on March the 1st. You can view the current 2022 edition, which we've had over 18,000 people download that particular document from our website at our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're with our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Ebers, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? 
Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Amen. He's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Key. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Abers, tending country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today are some very, very special guests who are the royalty of the crew of Centaur. I have King Danny Lowry, Queen Tina Tomasek, Captain Byron Truss, and I've asked them to come on our show today to provide us some information about Mardi Gras crews, but especially the crew of Centaur. So thank you for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank, thank you, you for inviting us. Always a pleasure. And for for transparency's sake, uh, Queen Tina and King Danny have not been on my show, but the infamous and well-known Byron Truss, who is now the captain of the crew of Centaur, was the king in what year? 2005. 2005. Okay. And it's still good to be king. <laughs> a king is always a king, right, Byron? Yes, sir. And we had a remarkable show. God, that's how many years ago? 16 years? 17 years? More, more than that. 18 years ago. Back when I was young. Me too. So we had a we had a good fun time. We had a live show there, guys and ladies and gentlemen and listeners out there. And we don't do as many live shows anymore, but he had a hoot because we probably had... Ruben wasn't my producer back then. That's before he he was born, though. <laughs> but it was a good time. We had a lot of callers, and people couldn't get through. And I'm sure they uh, – I don't know if you gave away your cell phone or what. You did something. I remember at the end I said, don't do that. They just recognized how charming I was. You were very charming on the radio. You had a great person for radio, great face for radio. Okay. Okay, moving on. So that's the disclaimer there. Um, so – Again, Happy New Year, y'all, and Happy Mardi Gras. The Mardi Gras season is in full swing after after Twelfth uh, Night, right? Yes, we've already been to. Last weekend there was four balls, wow. and this weekend we have two. Wow. Yeah, so we split up. Some went half went to uh, to one spot, other half went to another spot. But yeah, we always have a good time. So we started last week. Well, the partying and the participation of all the crews in the area are just remarkable. I remember when I served in 2001, that's uh, 22 years ago, uh, it was fun, and we only had a few crews back then. I think there was only five, maybe. Yeah, yeah. there are 16 in the Northwest Louisiana Mardi Gras Association is, now. That is that is really super. I mean, and, it, and we're going to talk about all the activities at Crew of Centaur, but everybody... Is friendly. We're all, I hate to call it friendly competitors, but we all want to have a, a good time and celebration and uh, and bring back the, the good old times in, this, in, in the particular area and throughout the world. Is that right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We've um, made new friends and new acquaintances with all the different royalties because we see them every weekend. So you get to know them and they become friends. And because we have so many crews, the, you got, I've been to a few balls of prior years that – 
you have so many crews and so many royalties, sometimes there's more more of them than there are attendees at the various balls and functions. It's like massive. But it's it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling to have that many people participate and support other crews. I love it. I love it when I see that when I attend. I mean, uh, as you all know my story, I was in Centaur and, and for 17 years, 18 years, and then Gemini for Five and then crew of elders for the past few years, but um, I had to slow down a little bit. Gary's now seventy-two, so you know it's. I'm not young like Byron over yeah, there. Yeah, Byron is not seventy-two. Almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. 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 Now, Gary, that's one of the unique things about uh, getting to be royalty is you get to meet these other crew royalties, and you do everything. It's kind of uh, they become your second family, uh, Mardi Gras family. So. We've enjoyed that, and we go to their balls not because we have to, because we want to. That's the that's the good point. Yeah, it, it, it's really you're willing to support other crews and other and their, their activities, and it, it makes me feel good to see y'all. Everybody yeah, and all that. and all the crews do so much for the area. It's just really, it, it is 100 percent support for them. So let's let's talk a little bit of histories. I think a lot of newcomers that are listening to my show and people in Texas and Arkansas want to know a little bit of history about the Crew of Central. I know it was founded in 1991, and you are celebrating now what year? 31. 31. 31. Years. That is remarkable when a when an organization is sustaining and keep growing each and every year. So do we know? Do do y'all recall? What were the reasons for forming this new crew in Northwest Louisiana? Do you remember the reasons? Well, you got to give credit where credit's due. The crew of Jim and I started in uh, 1990, and it just kind of spread from there. The next year, the crew, you had a group that wanted to form their own crew, and it just kind of snowballed after that. Uh, now we ride 650, 700 people. We're one of the largest Mardi Gras parades in all of Louisiana, not just Northwest awesome. Louisiana. I think we have about 750 members right now. Isn't that right, Tim? That yeah. is what. And somebody asked me, is it is it is it too late to join for this season? Never. It's never too late. That's a good question. <laughs> you are very good, King. It's never too late. Never. And uh, again, being a member, you're, there's so many activities, so much way, so many ways to participate. So that's the the other thing. But I thought the interesting thing about in in, in 1991. Um, which, by the way, I didn't join in 91. I joined in 92, uh, if I recall. No, yeah, 92, the second, the first, not the first year, but the second year we joined. But you had 24 charter members. that, And uh, I noticed that in 2011, you gave them an honorary char- status uh, because they were participating for 20 years back in, in that particular year, which was remarkable. Yeah, it's awesome to have the, the, the founding members of the, the crew uh, still around and still a lot of them are still just knee-deep and helping with us. So explain to my listeners out there why call yourself different, why are crews named by something? So explain to them about the word centaur. Well, we, we're named after the mytho- mythical half-man, half-horse That's right. recognition of the horse racing and gaming industry. Because back then, that was a big deal in the area. And I think the big supporters of Louisiana Downs and all the, the horses and race, racing and the gaming industry was just starting, really. And that was a very smart idea to, to choose that choose that as uh, the mythical uh, 
centaur, the half man, half horse. Very good idea. I am so glad I came today. I learned something new every day. Oh, my God, Byron. That, that's called losing the brain cells occasionally. When you get past 70 like me, you lose it. So you write down things. That's right. You write, you write down. So um, the, other, the other, I mean, when you first started off, what I was very impressed, and tell our listeners, there's uniqueness. There's only a few crews now in the area. Back then, there was only, only, only Gemini, and then y'all came along, and had two floats at the end of their floats. If I recall, is that right? Correct. That's right. 1990 up until 1993, right? That was our first parade. So right. 91, 92, we had two floats at the back end of Gemini. Yeah, and that was, and that was that was really touching. That uh, and I remember the, the the two floats because I was in that particular parade, and uh, that was it was odds barring. But one thing I you need to tell the listeners, unlike I don't know if Gemini does it now, but we, we love them too. Uh, the uniqueness of the Centaur floats, they're all done from scratch. You don't go down to New Orleans and pick up uh, experts down there to build them for you, right? We do not. We uh, so all of our floats are done by by the members. Um, so we do everything every um, year. We'll white them out and start all over from scratch. Which which gives gives a little ownership, absolutely, by the individual crew members that they have some ownership. It's not already just pick off the shelf and and pop the put the prop in the front of the boat in front of the crew. Is that crew? Yeah, and you know we talked about camaraderie with the other crews and their royalty. You get that same camaraderie with your float riders. Each float has what you call a float lieutenant, and that lieutenant is in charge of the, that float. And all the riders go to that lieutenant for directions and on work days. They have parties with them uh, within the floats, and they build a bond. Just if you're around somebody as much time as you are doing that kind of stuff, you can't help but to build that kind of bond with them. Well, the years that I was involved, and I know now I've been to a few of your float loading parties, and of course the parade, the creativity of your of your of your royalty and uh, the builders and the the the, uh, the float lieutenants is remarkable. I mean, y'all come up with some of the most unique ideas and building that I've ever seen. See, I'm not I'm not very artistic like that, so I um <laughs> I'm a <laughs> float neither lieutenant, am I. I. When I'm not king, I'm a float lieutenant, so I will have a vision, but I really re- rely on on my float riders to come up with that uh to the techn uh, what's the word I'm looking for, y'all? Yeah. Take charge. The execution, I'm sorry, there we go. The execution because I don't I don't have that. Well, so a lot of us don't have that, but we, we that's why the, the, the crew and that's why your floats have a, a, a variety of different people with yes, all different disciplines and et cetera. I can remember, I mean, God rest them, they're remarkable as David Young. I mean, he was a creative genius. I mean, he did that, but he also did Christmas in the Sky and a bunch of other things. But his, some of his unique designs were just like at all. I mean, and that's what I think. And another thing about the crew center to brag about y'all uh, is when people see go and visit and participate in your parade, they're at all they're at all struck. I mean, it's like whoa. Especially you want to invite them to your float loading party, they get the first awe. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of us don't. A lot of people don't go before to see why you're building them, but when they're finished product, it is an awe, right? What what can you say about that? Well, I I can tell you. The general public, when they see our floats uh, roll in the parade, you can see the awe in their face. But I've been a member 20-plus years, and 
I see them out there working on the floats all the time. I, I know what they're supposed to look like. I know what they're going to look like. And when I go to float loading and they're they're all lit up and it's nighttime, I'm still in awe every time I see it. And you hit upon one thing: the creativity within the the crew is phenomenal. Um, you just you, sit, you walk around just tripping on your on your bottom jaw because it's just dragging. You just like can't believe that they are they did this on the float or somebody even thought to have that done on the float. Like like Danny said. You got so many creative people in the deal, in the in the crew, and then you have so many handy men, handy women, and, and just can can do anything. They can take a piece of foam and make it look like an artwork in a matter of hours. Just, it's just phenomenal. But uh, but tell you how technology has helped y'all. I'm sure now that you have LED lights. Back in the old but in the old old days, we had the big. Five watt babies that you would go on the floats, and changing all those light bulbs was a terrible job. And then we got to the other, the new little Twinkie lights. That if one didn't work, the, all of them didn't work. And I remember putting those lights all over. And uh, Tina's mom, Sophie, would say, "Gary, that strand went out. Really, it did go out. What happened? Somebody bumped into it. You know that kind of scenario." <laughs> Yeah, the LED they uh, they save our life. It makes uh, oh they, they even <laughs> Christmas decorations now. Whatever, I mean most of us don't have that kind of particular aspect as well. So uh, let's we're going to need to mention a few times because you're coming up first with your ball, right? That's going to be when. Uh, that is January 28th. Yeah, that's just not not uh, this Saturday, but the following Saturday. It's going to be at the Shreveport Convention Center, right? Yes. And we are still allowing, uh, you still got people, I mean, spaces available if people want to? Yes, um, we always have space available. We all? Um, yeah, we always have space available. He is we, a sell, good... we sell tickets at the door, Gary, the more the merrier. Okay, so it, it, you can get tickets at the door to have reservations. And right. You, do yep. you have open areas that, uh, that the, the people that are maybe not members want to just go to a crew and go to a, a ball of a crew? We will find a place to sit. That is cool. So they can visit. What time? What time is it on that Saturday, the 28th? Doors open at 6. Doors open at 6. So, again, everyone, you don't have to be a member of the Crew of Centaur to attend their ball. They're more than glad to take tickets at the door, and you'll get a seat. And the the pageantry and the presentation is going to be remarkable. I don't know the details, but I'm sure it's going to be. And it's a story. It's not just... Hello there, Tina, Queen Tina. It's going to be a, a, a lot of stories involved. And it's, uh, it's, I mean, been involved with it many years. I can tell you the story is really cool. And people, really, Tina, Danny, you know that. They pay attention to the story. They listen very attentively. And you've got great sound system people. I don't know who they are the past years. They're wonderful. I mean, everybody can hear, even people hearing impairments like Gary now. He can definitely hear. Well, that's that's like everything that we're seeing now you got the led lights on the floats at the ball you're seeing pyrotechnics lasers smoke sound systems vid- video screens it's really just kicked kicked up another notch and one important thing you're going to see beautiful ladies and handsome men but you're going to see some beautiful royalty uh gowns and uh jackets etc right very yeah. colorful yeah our costumes are 
amazing. I can't wait for everybody to see our costumes. Oh, I bet they're cool. I mean, they're going to be really awesome. And that's what everybody wants to see, what the royalty and what the dukes and duchesses and uh, the other pageantry wear. It's a, lot of, it's a surprise until that particular evening, right? It is. It you is. don't wear that. As somebody, do they wear that to other events? Not Generally not af- after the ball and after the parade they do if there's time, right? Right. It's um, Our costumes are really a big surprise this year. Uh, Good. For mine, even mom has not seen mine Ooh, yet. Oh, I love it. So Keep she it won't a secret. See it until I walk out on the stage. Well, tell, tell everybody, I thought this was really momentous when you got presented as queen. Mom didn't know, right? No, mom knew. I didn't know mom oh, you was going to be on stage. On stage. So um, mom was queen 11. So That's I'm right. following her steps. Um, I'll be the 20th queen after her. Wow. And it's it's a big honor to be. That is a big honor. To have that. Well, I'm, I'm always definitely thrilled when I learned as well as um, I was really proud of Sophie. I was in 10, so she was in 11. We were part of that, and there were a lot of in, involvement as, as well. So, uh, okay, the parade. Oop, the parade is when, and we'll repeat this. The, when is the parade? This rips into our parade. What day? February 11th. February the 11th. It begins at 3 o'clock from downtown, goes yes, all the way to Kings Highway, correct? Yes, Same sir. route. Same we, route. Haven't, we haven't changed the route. Same the route as last year. Nothing's changed. Okay, let's hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now work more sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana Neighbors, Stunning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and a bear standing country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today are some special guests who are the part of the royalty members of the crew of Centaur, King Danny Lowry, Queen Tina Tomasek, and Captain Byron Truss, who are on my show today to give us some updated information about the crew of Centaur and about Mardi Gras and the Arklatex. So thank you for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. So let's, let's emphasize to our listeners that may have just tuned in, the crew of Centaur's ball is on what date? Saturday? Saturday, January 28th. Beginning at 6 p.m. at the Shreveport Convention Center. And according to King King Danny, he says anybody can come. You can buy a ticket at the door. So you have an opportunity to visit a fantastic cruise uh, grand ball. Which, you know, in, in many, I got my experience, I'll, I'll tell you how old I am, uh, back in 1969. I got to go my first Mardi Gras crew. It wasn't in Shreveport. We didn't have Mardi Gras crews back then. A lot of, I was in New Orleans, crew of Endymion. Uh, I befriended a Greek young lady whose parents were part of a Endymion. So I got to go to that crew uh, ball, which blew me blew my mind out. It was like one of the most. It was right downtown New Orleans, and there was thousands of people, and she and they were they put me up, and I was like you know 19 years old, and it was like whoa. And I don't remember leaving that ball. Uh, I don't remember leaving. I must have been 4 a.m. in the morning. I don't remember how I got out. I know that her father got us a taxi cab to take me back to uh, 
the hotel where I was staying. I just, I mean, that was a long time ago. Things that, like that still happen. <laughs> very good, very good comment. So now we want to talk about Gary. I have a lot of interesting stories about many days where I would go with my fraternity brothers from Tech and take me down to Mardi Gras. So that was my first experience back then. I don't know when y'all's first experience in dealing with Mardi Gras. And I was hoping and praying that we'd have one in, in Shreveport and Bossier City. And, and, you know, it took a few years before that came to fruition, right? It took it took a few years, and, and now we have sixteen. And lot, and there was a lot of reasons why that we don't want you to go into that. So let's. I have had people ask me, how do they pick their themes? It's like randomly, somebody comes up and says, you know, this is going to be the theme for for the various Mardi Gras crews. And let's say the crew of Gentari. Today is your theme is. You know what? What's your theme? Um, Centaur dreams, and that and that relates to the. So our our ball theme is um, a big top spectacular, and so I'm going to be a circus theme, and an you, elegant circus theme, and that relates to a movie, if I recall, right? And then there a movie plot regarding that the the, the guy, the greatest, the, the greatest showman. showman, great movie and great musical and great music. I've got the music on my iPhone. I listen to it all the time. So I'm sure we're going to hear a few a bunch of those themes throughout the throughout the night. You definitely will hear. Some of those songs. Oh wow, that's awesome. Oh, that that's a great idea because I can see the blending of that and and that's the, the circus and the and the, the team at the the uh, the uh, whatever you call the guy. I can't remember the, the um, I'm having a senior moment again. The the guy in charge of the circus. The ringmaster. The ringmaster. Ring so master. you're the the ringmaster. Yeah, that's that's the important one of the most important positions to get everybody going there. Yeah, Gary, the uh, our king and queen will not be a part of the circus theme. They are going to be elegant as always. Oh. They will be. They are going to be what you expect when you see a king and a queen. Okay, that's uh, good. But you're the you're the guy with the whip, and you're going to be having the elephant score. Are we bringing elephants? I don't have any elephants. I don't have a whip, but we are <laughs> going to have very special. Circus themes for everybody. Our dukes Ooh. and duchess and myself will oh. be trying to put on the greatest show on earth. Oh wow! I love it when I saw that theme. I said, "Wow, that that's a great idea." So, who came up with the idea? So, the way that we choose our themes are there are we have thirty nine floats, um, and so we have thirty nine float lieutenants. And then what we do is we come up with those float lieutenants come up with three themes as a as a group, and then those are presented to the board. And the board chooses one of those three. Wow. That's very nice. That's very interesting. You don't hire a consultant. You do it within. Everything's done within. Now, and the, the circus theme, I believe, was actually our ball chairman, Paige Porter. She is, you talk about creativity. Um, we came up with a thing, and I um, mean, the theme in uh, Centaur Dreams, or you can come up with anything you want to. And she goes, How about the circus theme? And everybody was like, Awesome. That, that I love it. I mean, I can't wait to see the, the elaborate presentation and the floats. So tell our listeners. So the, then the floats are all designed based on the theme of the of the uh, of Centaur's theme, right? On dreams. On yes. dreams. Dreams. So that that is that that is very elaborate. And and every almost all the other crews do that. I'm sure that Gemini still does, and that their, their theme relates to all their floats. And I'm sure the the ones in New Orleans are the same thing. So a lot of neophytes that don't don't know that there there's a, a commonality of of everything. It's not just random. They're not just going to pick a random float 
and put somebody on there, you know, Byron's face on the float, that, that he's there's a dream to be Byron Trust, right? Well, everybody dreams to be Byron Trust. Oh, Gary, you're, you know you're that. good. That's you're a nightmare. You're a good. Yeah, you're a, a that's a nightmare. Um, right? That's a nightmare to be. <laughs> Okay, let's move along. We'll get to more serious discussion here. So the other question I've had from among listeners uh, asking me, because, you know, I've been there, done that, is um, the parade. And the and what who determines what types of beads that are put on individual floats to throw to the, the, the congregation and to the members following? Who makes that? Is well, it... Is it well, we have a we have a bead chairman, Dana Bridges, who's in charge of ordering all the beads and getting everything in line. But each float, like I said, the float lieutenant, they'll come come up with a a specialty bead for that float that is in line with what their float looks like. Like for myself, you can see I'm wearing my bead for this year. This goes along with my theme. Uh, Queen Tina and uh, King Danny, they came up with their own logos on their beads, so th- they have their specialty beads. But each float has a different bead that is unique to that float. No no other float has that bead to throw. Same thing with the cups. They have a cup design on every, on all the floats are different than everybody else's. Same with me and the Queen and the King. And, and tell our listeners, there's a sharing amongst all the crew members that they swap all the, the, hopefully everybody have a full collection that they can put in their storage or displayed at their homes. I'm, I know that Queen Sophie has a lot of it shown at her home. I don't know about, I haven't been to your house in a while, but I'm sure that you've got some of the old stuff and as well as the beads and the right. commemorative um, items. At, at bead loading, which is Friday, the, February, Tenth, tenth. Tenth. We um, a lot of people will trade beads, and the public will come and they'll ask us for a bead, and we just sort of walk around and visit with everybody and swap beads. No, that you know that's that's great, and you you bring back. I mean, you you have some of the. I have my old beads when I was in my commemorative from 2001. I still have them, and I have you know certain things I've kept, and I still give away. Some of my my grandkids love them, and I say, God, Papu, that's you. And with the face on them, on the cups. And so they, they recognize me even at eight and nine. You come to my house, Gary, you're not drinking out of jelly jars. You're drinking out of old King Cups. <laughs> old King Cups. Oh, that's a good line. Old King Cups. Uh, that they, they, I still have some of my cups. They're getting, they're getting scarce. We keep using them. But I love the new high-tech ones that turn colors. Do we have those this year? You know what I'm have. talking about? The I change think, blue? Have you oh, ever as seen? they get cold? Yeah. Yes. There might be some of those. That's that the most those. unique thing I think I've ever seen. And I'm telling you, everybody loves those. I I got those at the Balloon Festival. Uh, several people had them there. They were, they, they were, it's sort of nice now. Um, they used to have to share a cup with everybody's pictures. Now <laughs> we have our own cup. So Danny has his picture on his cup. I'll have mine, and Byron has his own cup also. Oh, wow. That is, that is good. That is good. So... All the floats are all finished? Oh, no. I, I doubt they're finished. But. Oh, no. <laughs> they're still a work in progress. They're all still, still a work in progress up oh, until the float loading. Oh, wow. You know, you talked a little while ago about the lights and how the lights have changed. Also, now the floats have moving parts. They're just not a float. There's always, like on the sun float, it goes around. And I think there's other floats that, that have go, moving right. parts now. So. And I remember back in the days of, God, and I'm dating myself, 2001, the sound systems were eh, pretty good. 
I mean, I think we had like 10 watts of power, and you could barely hear. Now you have probably a gazillion watts, right? And you can really hear the the instruments and the the music background of the various floats. That's we, almost like a competition now, I think, between the oh, floats wow. and who can have the loudest, the it, loudest, the serious butts. <laughs> okay, one person wanted to ask me about the parade. On is there a limit to the number of floats and units that you can have in a parade? As far as a limit, I believe it's cut off today. I believe that our parade chairman, uh, Brandon, he said we had 80 total units, and that includes our our big floats, our medium-sized floats, our, our small floats, and then you have what's called specialty units, which are going to be dance crews, marching bands, and specialty trucks and stuff like that you see, normally see in a parade. Well, 80 is a lot. 80 is wow. a lot. Um, that lasts a few hours to get through, especially at the two miles. Of, and that's a so the the question this person asked me a follow up says why aren't all the high school bands and college bands invited like they are at the Macy's Day Parade and all that kind of stuff so I said well I'll ask them I don't I think I'm sure there's a limit on well, how no, much you can have well no we um, we recently went through you know everybody was in COVID protocols and and different th- things throughout the the years to come where the marching bands had kind of dropped out. This year we've got them back again. We've got a group coming over from Dallas, a big awesome. time marching band oh, coming right. over from Dallas. We've got uh, the Bird High School band, and and they're not my uh, alma mater. Yeah, mine too. Uh, <laughs> uh, go Jackets. Uh, uh, a lot of times you'll see them just march march from downtown to the Shreve City, but this year birds marching all the way, and we've got several bands. So it's it's. Oh, to be young again. Thank you very much. But, right, uh, yeah. You were asking about the parade. We've got, we actually got 28 throwing floats and seven mini floats. 28. Uh, then the, you got your marching bands, musicians, dancers, and, uh, you know, for the special units on the, um, on the beads, we, we have 115,200 dozen beads ordered. That's 1,382,400 strands of beads. Wow. Plus, we have 200,000 specialty cups to throw. And all that is thrown to the public. The the one thing that nobody really touches on with the parades, it's good, clean, free family fun. And by free, anybody can come to the parade and go home with something. The crew members, they all... Pay their put in their time and their money to make that happen. And the smiling faces along the parade route, getting you know, throw me something, Mister, throw me something, Madam. Uh, it's 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 all. I mean, it, some of the I, you know, Gary, he talks to anybody, and Tina gets mad. I'll meet people on the parade route on Kings Highway and ask them, Have you ever been to Mardi Gras parade? No, we're from East Texas. We decided to come this time, and and I try to make sure they get beads. And I, if they they, they they're, do we fight for them? I say you don't fight. We just get up there. And so I I would hand them this one couple and their little kids. They were overwhelmed. They had so much stuff, and they said, "Sir, you need to tell remind me next year to bring a bag because I don't know how I'm gonna carry all this stuff back with me." You know, it was it was it was touchy, but they had the 
best time. First time ever to come. They're always to a loaded. Always loaded with stuff. And that was it. Was so I saw the kids' eyes. The kids were like ten years old. They were like, and they were like, this is the best thing they've ever done. And they were that was a love parade you had last. So, uh, so one other one other aspect. So every float, tell the listeners, has specialty beads, specialty cups, and some uniqueness. I mean, there's some of the floats uh, I remember last year or the year before, whatever it was. Uh, they they, you have to pace yourself. This is a long route, long and I route. was telling people you know, they can't just throw four thousand cups right to one area because they're run up. Because Moa's done that. When I entered my first parade in the Crew Center, I ran out halfway through. I didn't have any beads, no cups. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And uh, that's and that's what I was told. The first I was I was crying and I was drinking, and then the, the, my fellow crew members felt sorry for me, so they all contributed. So I got back up and had more, more beads to throw the other half of the parade route. So it was embarrassing because people kn- knew me. And it was it was that was an embarrassment of my whole entire life. I don't know if Sophie told you that but uh, tell her about that time that i was the, I, all, I was the only person they read out of beans they i i was using two arms and throwing four thousand probably <laughs> halfway through that's when we stopped on top of the bridge i didn't have any beads left not a single beat and uh the next year i ordered twice as much i figured out if i ran out that this time i really going to be throwing two armed and two armed Let's hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now, we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana Neighbors, Tenant Country Report, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana Neighbors, sending country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is members of the crew of Centaur, their royalty, Captain Captain Byron Truss, Queen Tina Tomasek, and King Danny Lowry. And they've been giving us some great insights about the crew of Centaur and the upcoming activities of their ball and their parade. So, again, emphasize to our listeners they can attend free of charge the float loading party on Friday, February the 10th from what time to what from time? From 6 to 9. At where? Um, it is at the Crew of Centaur Den that is on North Market. That's right. And there's parking. There's, it's going to be difficult, but you can yeah, park the, all around the you area. You can park all around. Um, we'll have food trucks, and all the floats will be lit up, and there will be plenty of music and a good time. And it's really a fun affair. And uh, if you have nothing to do that Friday night, bring the family and friends and kids. They get to get it up close and personal. When they're when the parade, tell them, Tina, they, they go by two and three miles an hour. You right. Don't... This way you can walk up, look at them, and see all the hard work that all the members have done. That is true. That is true. So we emphasize. So the next day is the parade, which is on the 11th, beginning at 3 p.m. 3 p.m. From beginning of downtown and goes all the way to the duck pond, right? That's right. And we're going to hopefully go. I hope y'all go slower this year than you did last year. So there were some pickup times that y'all that were moving throughout the area. I was really worried. I mean, it was like going more than five miles an hour. I mean, that's to me pretty fast. But uh, they probably had to catch up with the other float that was broken down or something. I don't know. We haven't had too many breakdowns in many years. No, last year, we, uh, we, to my knowledge, we didn't have any breakdowns and everything ran very smooth. 
That's great. That, we don't want to break down. That's that, and we don't want any any particular problems, etc. And so, before we mention that, before the, the the parade, we're going to have the grand ball, and it's going to be at the Shreveport Convention Center, and the public is invited to attend. And the, the tickets are—I can't remember, but what they are. But uh, they're one hundred ten dollars, and you can still buy tickets online. You go to crewofcentaur.org and just go to the, go to where it says uh, I believe it's got to purchase tickets or events and you can go there and with a credit card and buy them online great great so tell us uh, tell our listeners about the impact the financial impact of the crew of Centaur and other crews in the area of our of our area and also all the philanthropic aspects that the crew of Centaur does in the Arklatex well Mardi Gras Northwest Louisiana Mardi Gras in general is a huge economic impact for the shreveport Bossier area. They had a, the Louisiana Tourist Bureau had a 2019 study done, and the crew of Centaur was part of the, the study, and the total amount brought in by all the crews was over $23 million to the wow. area. So it's a huge economic impact. You look at your restaurants, your hotels, Everything that's involved, you know, because people buy, go to stores while they're in town. So it's just a great thing for the Arklatex. Uh What the crew of Centaur does is we're not just a parade crew. We, we're year-long membership. We have monthly meetings. At those meetings, uh, we take up certain causes. Like if you go to the parade and look at some of these barricades that the police put up, most of those were purchased by the crew of Centaur through passing the hat at the meetings and, and different donations from the membership at the meetings. We've also purchased uh, police canine bulletproof vests this past year. Awesome. Um, we have a bake sale every November that we, the, the float lieutenants all put in cakes, cookies, and sweets. It's a two-and-a-half-hour <laughs> bake sale that we give the money that's raised to a Organization called Operation Santa Claus. Oh yes, you can look that up. But it's a um, it's an organization that gives underprivileged children gives underprivileged children gifts for Christmas. And this year, we donated ten thousand dollars that we Whoa. raised in two and a half Fan- hours. That is one of those deals. If you see if you're at that meeting and saw the the amount that we raised, if that doesn't make you teary eyed, then nothing else will. It's a, we, great, uh, a great cause. A yeah, great it's a cause. great cause. We take care of a local cemetery downtown. Uh, we, we participate in blood drives. Uh, the royalty after our parade, we will go between parade day and Mardi, Mardi Gras day. We'll go and visit schools, retirement homes, hospitals, and, and it's a really feel-good thing that the crew does just to make everybody happy. Um we also we also put on presentations for local schools throughout the years. We have a group that the school children will come to our den and actually be schooled on Mardi Gras. Then they're taken to the they're showed how to make a costume. They're showed uh, what our bees look like, and they're taken to the floats and show the, the work that's done on the floats. So it's a good thing. We work year-round to educate our children on how that's, Mardi Gras is. It, and it's fun. It's educational. It make them smile. You don't see anybody sad. I don't see anybody that attends any particular function 
have a sad face. No right? sadness allowed. No, no sadness. I might have a sad pe- face at the end of the parade. Why is that? Because it's the end of the parade. <laughs> and I'm queen. To, I want it to last You want to go along more and more. Well, you're always going to be queen, just like he's always king, and he's always going to be a king. Right. We're always going to be That's king right. in and you tell Trey that, right? right? Every night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my family's tired of hearing that. Oh, no, they're not. No, there, they're not. But no. there's, there's nothing better than standing on stage at the ball being announced as king and queen. I'm the captain, and I'm here to tell you there's nothing better than being king and queen. Oh. So, again, people want to know, uh, Tuesday, February 21st is Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. That's that's the day. And, of course, in New Orleans, they'll be partying. They've been partying all along and having parades. But up until um, Tuesday uh, at midnight, that's when, of course, Ash Wednesday begins. And the revelment slows down and goes to nothing. Unless you're Orthodox Christians, right? Tell them that. <laughs> yeah. Our, uh, our Easter goes by a different calendar. So some years it can be the same, and some years it, it can is. be up to a month different. So you can still be partying right. as queen for a few more weeks of this, this year. This year, um, it's just a week different. Just a week. It's, it's, it's a whole week. That's a whole that's week. That's a week. So uh, in closing, what else can we can we tell our listeners that's unique about the Career Centaur, Danny? Oh, oh, wow, unique, constantly. Yeah, we are unique. Um, but no, we are very diverse, and we are um, we welcome everybody, anybody come out if you ever want to just come out and see what we're about come to one of our monthly membership meetings we'll welcome you tell you what it's all about and we promise you you will be a member after that okay i want to ask for a scoop question here has it been announced who the grand marshal is no oh. it's top secret gary top secret so we have a lot of top secret things i have to come see tina's uh, the queen tina's and king danny's elaborate costumes and uh, it's going to be remarkable Danny, you'll probably be in a, a captain's, I mean, um, a ringmaster's suit, right? Top secret, Gary. Top, top secret. I love it. I love but, it. Stop. But everything, the, our grand marshal will be uh, officially announced at the grand ball this coming Saturday. Oh, well, that did happen before. I don't remember that. Okay. Something new to keep us all in suspense. So we don't, right. we don't know who's going to show up. So, again, thank you for joining us today. We hope more and more thousands, hundreds of thousands, 300,000, half a million. Let's go for half a million this year to attend the parade, parade route. Is that right? Good. Is that a good number? That's a perfect number. I don't know how we count, but it's difficult how we count. I would count all the drive people that drive right by, by the stop and watch the floats. I would count them, too, as well. So thank you for t- joining us today here to give us a little education about the Career Center and the crews in the area. Thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure, Gary. For more information about the Crew of Centaur, visit their website, www.crewofcentaur.org. Please join us next Saturday for another show that could benefit you or your loved ones. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy, The Best of Times, in one of our 270 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. I'm Gary Caligas, wishing you and yours the best of times, both today and every day. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 9 a.m. for more Best of Times. This is 1017 FM and 710 Keel.